Hello and welcome to this episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast. I am your host here on the show. My name is Colton G. And I want to go ahead and thank you for tuning into this episode of the DTP. I couldn't be more ecstatic that you decided to join us. I hope that you are having a lovely day. And if you're not, don't worry. Our guest today, Exco Levi, is going to be picking up your spirits. Of course, before I get into my guest this week, reggae artist Exco Levi, I want to take a quick moment to thank all of you who checked out last week's episode which featured Tom Stevens, is we discussed just why isn't Jeff Healy in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, let alone the Canadian Music Hall of Fame. And apparently there is a very strong contingent of you, the DTP listeners, who feel the same. A lot of you gave me some positive feedback saying you loved hearing the episode, hearing some stories about Jeff Healy, and a lot of you, a lot of you agreeing with the fact that Jeff deserves to be not only in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but also the Canadian Music Hall of Fame. So, um, do we need to start a petition to get this moving? It sounds like a lot of you are already behind it. So, if somebody wants to get it started and send it on over to deserttigerpodcast.gmail.com, I will definitely sign that up. I also want to thank those of you who visited ilovedtp.com and grabbed yourself some Desert Tiger swag so that you can rep the show everywhere you go. Alright, let's kick this off. Since arriving in Canada, Exco Levi has been helping shape the narrative of the country's growing reggae music scene bringing the spirit and energy of his native Jamaica and mixing it with the community of his new northern home, Exco has become one of the most celebrated Canadian musicians of the last decade, holding the highest winning percentage in Juno history at five wins to seven nominations. For all you statistic freaks out there, that's 71%. Oh my god. Goodness, that is incredible! Exco's drive to spread a message of love and freedom has also earned him the 2019 Black Business and Professional Association's Harry Jerome Entertainment Award, furthering cementing Levi's vision for inspiring a better world everywhere he goes. Today, Esco Levi joins me here on the DTP to discuss following his passion to a new home and the opportunities that it has blessed him with. We also discuss his latest album, Narrative, which was recently nominated for the 2019 Juno Award for Reggae Album of the Year, just one of the seven multiple nominations that you're going to be hearing Exco speak about today. We're going to speak about the progression of his music and how moving to Canada has helped grow his music and what being honored by the Junos and the Black Business Professional Association has meant to Exco. But of course, what better way to inform you all about that than to let Exco explain it to you himself to tell you exactly why he feels that this is my moment. See the light coming. This is my moment. 
possibilities So why I seize this opportunity To be what I wanna be I saw my mama well proud of me I never burned from gold mattress Still me never turn her out last Me office be steadfast to find mama breakfast This is my day This is my moment This is my time My time to shine This is my day This is my moment This is my time My time to shine Mama say, I know where you come from, you know Me boy, but I where you wanna go Never let your heart just define you Skip your hurdles and leave them behind you Stay positive, stay positive Display great qualities Assess your damages, face your challenges This is my day This is my moment This is my time My time to shine This is my day This is my moment This is my time My time to shine Yeah, yeah I have no time to sit down And I wonder how the clips sound And I prefigure pick phone for police come kick down No way, I have pre-digital instruments Microphone has me implement And a positive influence Babylon can't take me straight This is my day This is my moment This is my time My time to shine This is my day This is my moment This is my time My time to shine Exco Levi, he is joining us here on the Desert Tiger podcast. His most recent album, Narrative, was nominated for the 2019 Juno album for Reggae, and he is also being awarded the 2019 BBPA Harry Jerome Award this year. How's it going today? It's going fine. Give thanks. Thank you very much for having me. You know what I mean? Yes, I am. Very thankful that you are willing to take some time to join me today and discuss your career. Yeah, thank you very much, man. All right. Okay, so you come from Jamaica, right? Yeah, born and bred. Okay, so what brings you to Canada? Because from my research, I see that you did a little bit of singing in like church choirs and whatnot back when you were... In Jamaica, but I can't really find if you were doing reggae music before you came to Canada or not. So, what sort of is like your music journey, and how did it bring you to Canada? I was I was always doing music, you know, in church, you know, learning to play the keyboard, etc. But I, I was granted the opportunity to come to Canada because of my son's mom. She brought me here, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. Um, family reasons, I mean. Mm-hmm. My son, my kids, they were born here in Canada. So I just moved to Canada to be closer to, to, to my kids, you know what I mean? Okay. So coming to Canada now, I just continue pursuing music, you know? Mm-hmm. And take it to a level. Professional recording, etc. Okay, so you came out here for family, but music ended up being one of the benefits that you found. Yes, perfect. That's correct. Awesome, awesome. I love that. So, did were you making reggae music before you came to Canada, or was that something that you started to decided that your heart needed to express once you left your homeland? Well, I was recording. I was recording music in Jamaica, but mostly demos. Reggae demos, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not on a professional scale, but I always, always recording demos and, you know what I mean, learning to record music digitally, you know what I mean, from Adobe Audition days, some cool edit days, you know what I mean? Cubase. So I was always around reggae music from then to now. So, you know, as a Jamaican, um, reggae music is a part of your culture, a part of your heritage, so it's everywhere, you know what I mean? Yes, I was always around reggae music. Okay, so once you arrived in Canada, did you find that you had a little bit more trouble getting into the reggae scene here? Because it's reggae music isn't nearly as prominent as a lot of other music, say rock or rap. Well, I just I just searched for reggae when I reached to Canada, and I mean I just searched search because you know Toronto is a um, multicultural community mm-hmm. where there's a lot of Jamaican people, there's a lot of reggae and the reggae culture is booming in Toronto area, you know what I mean? Because there's a large population of Caribbean people and, and also people from Canada who love reggae music. Cause you have festivals like Jambana in Montreal, you have the Montreal Reggae Festival, Calgary Reggae Festival, so there, there are still people here who love and appreciate the genre. So when I, when I migrated to Canada, I just searched for those people and searched for that community. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's how I, I become, um, you know what I mean, a part of the reggae music family here in Canada. Okay. I searched it. Mm-hmm. So your first single once you got to Canada was O Canada, right? Uh, that song, actually my son were, were teaching me to sing the national anthem when I just arrive here in Canada, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. But we are from Jamaica, we speak Patwa. She's Patus, it's pronounced, you know what I mean? Our, our, our language in Jamaica that we use mainly is the broken off of the, of the English language. It's called Patwa. So most people in, in Canada from Jamaica, they, they will know the national anthem, but they probably can't sing it. They will know lines from it, you understand? Mm-hmm. So... I was just thinking, what if I sing a song showing my appreciation to Canada in my own ways, you know what I mean, in a, in a reggae style. So I chose to re-record that song titled, Oh Canada, My Home Away From Home, mm-hmm. in a reggae style, you know, and, and, and that's the first song I, 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 I put out over here, and people start responding to it greatly, and from there, the rest is just history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you got a lot of publicity from that, a lot of good reception from the song. So once you release that song and you start breaking into the reggae scene here in Canada, where how do you progress from there? Well, I progressed from there um, uh, with the release of that song. 
um, people started to inquire who is Esca Levi, you know what I mean? I think in 2013, I started to went back to Jamaica to, to do some recording back home in Jamaica with Penthouse Records. You know what I mean? Because we all know that Jamaica is the hub of reggae music. That's where it's all begin. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All the great musicians are from Jamaica. So I started to go back and forth, go to Jamaica, do my recording, release it in Canada and across the world. And from there, you know what I mean? The result has been tremendous, you know? Mm-hmm. Five Juno Awards win, five Juno win, seven time nominated, you know what I mean? And we travel all over the world, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All over Europe, Africa, Dubai, singing reggae music, representing reggae music mm-hmm. from Jamaica, Canada, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you find yeah. that the uh, different communities and societies, do you find that no matter where you go, you seem to find a strong uh, reggae community and people who are connecting with the message of the music? Yeah, because, you see, reggae music is, is, is somewhat of a different genre of music in terms of message-wise. Because if you take, for example, if you turn on the radio these days, you hear songs, people talking about how much girls they have, how much cars they have, how much houses they have. Reggae music is different. Reggae music is the message music for the people. We sing songs about liberation and uniting the people. You know what I mean? And um, mm-hmm. teaching one to, to awake their sleeping consciousness. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what reggae music is all about. That is what we do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So in every country you go, you will realize that there are people who are hungry. Hungry for that consciousness. Hungry to know that when they're, they're going through their hard times, they could hear a song like One Love, One Heart, Let's Get Together feel all right. You know what I mean? People, people yearning to hear that everywhere going in the world. And that, and that is what keeps reggae music strong. The message. You know what I mean? I, I love that like representation of that. The yearning for yeah. the release. Because I mean, that's something because like with reggae music, like you said, you're trying to do something different. And one thing that I find about it is you're 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 trying to let your soul sing. It's like its most simplest messages, which is like yeah. part of freedom. Reggae, is reggae music. Reggae music is the news, the news for the people. You know what I mean? Good tidings, and that's what reggae music is all about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So people love it everywhere you go in the world. People appreciate it and love it. Mm-hmm. So is one of the reasons like you go back to Jamaica is that to connect to the spirit of the music when you're recording? You know, in somewhat connecting to the to the to the spirit, yeah, I would say that. But um, you know, Jamaica is just a different vibe. You know what I mean? With the recording music in Jamaica, just the vibe. You know what I mean? It's hard. It's, it's just a high spiritual condense for reggae music. And when they record it in Jamaica and it released worldwide, it just feels different. You know what I mean? It just feels different. The mood. Just feel different. You just take it to higher heights. You know what I mean? I I can believe that because you're in yeah. you're in that moment. You're in the energy of Jamaica, so you're representing yeah. that as you sing it forward. Yeah, yeah, correct. Ah, I love it. I love it. So let's talk about one of the things that you mentioned is your 
impeccable record at the Juno Awards. Uh, your first nomination and your first win was for Bleaching Shop. Did yeah. so that was one of the uh, first times that reggae is like getting truly represented at the Juno Awards. So not only to win the award, but to be one of those musicians at the forefront of that musical style in what is considered Canada's biggest music awards. What did that mean to you? Mean a lot to me because when I just migrated to Canada, I used to watch the Junos on TV. I used to think it's a white people award. You know what I mean? Because I used to see Cylindian, Shania Twain, you name it. All those great icons. I never know that there was actually a place for people like I and I, you know what I mean? And, and different genres. Until I get to understand that it's everybody's award, and I mean every 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 musician. Mm-hmm. Because Canada has been so supportive to its musicians. You know, really matter where you come from, the Canada's a multicultural country mm-hmm. who appreciate your background, your music, and there's a place. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's so good to know that you have been recognized for all the great work that you have been putting in in your community. You know what I mean? And it's a joy to me. Mm-hmm. It was really a glorious feeling. Just to be nominated is a plus for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I appreciate all the wins. You know what I mean? All my nomination, it means so much to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, 71% win record. And, I mean, a lot of musicians in Canada have gone years without even being considered for a Juno Award. That's true. Mm-hmm. I'm so true. I, I would say I'm blessed, you know? No, and I'm also mm-hmm. very proud of the Juno Awards that they decided to add reggae to the awards because it shows what the community adds to the art scene here in Canada because Canada is, in a lot of people's minds, considered like a like a blanket of so many different cultures. So it's good that we're representing and showing like good faith towards different styles of music no matter where they come from that's true so true when you first get your juno when and you're going those are all singles though so once 2014 hits you actually release a full ep called words of the wise so why why the move towards a ep and then after that towards a full album you know because uh people hearing the singles here and there um some People driving in their car, they they want to, they're driving for three hours. You want to hear a, a compilation, you know what I mean? Of Escaliva songs, back to back, the different stories, the different moods, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why we decided to put put together CDs, you know what I mean? Compilation, right on the single singles all the time. Mm-hmm. So was, with that in mind, was there a specific story or... I want to say this word, but it is totally the word of, like, your most recent album. Like, was there a narrative attached to Words of the Wise? Like, were you um, thinking that deeply at that point? Well, you know, Words of the Wise, um, I was just, I was just in a different realms of mine. You know what I mean? Just, just um, wanting people to... To, to, to know what Escaliva is all about, you know what I mean, what my music is all about. Mm-hmm. So it was mainly a, a, a slight introduction of who Escaliva is in a nutshell, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And but then... that, for narrative, for narrative, no, it was somewhat different. Um, it's 
14 songs with different subtitles. So each song is a different narrative about a different story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what, that, that's what it's all about. All right. And then something that I enjoy that you did with your uh, Countryman as well is you dived into your story and the journey. Uh, yeah, Countryman was my story growing up in the country. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that was my that was my story. Okay, so you're so you're building your own story, and now like you're creating your own narrative with the forefront of reggae music in Canada. Exactly, that's what I'm doing. That's I love the uh, full circle ness of that, where I can only imagine yeah. how simple life was at some moments growing up and then to be caught up in this being an award-winning musician and for a choir boy that's got to be um, quite the transition <laughs> yeah quite the transition i'm telling you you know i mean you never you know you have dreams and aspiration but you you would never consider it at this magnitude you know what i mean i give that oh well um glad that you are very thankful for that because i mean there's a lot of people that could have these opportunities and would just let them go by that's true Mm -hmm. and another opportunity that is coming your way something that we mentioned earlier is the harry jerome award yeah well you know the harry jerome award is is special to me differently because um harry jerome was a black man like me you know what i mean Mm -hmm. was uh athletes who are striving, you know what I mean? So, Arizona kind of tells my story in his own way. Mm-hmm. And it's really just... excellent to receive this award, you know? Mm-hmm. And it continues to show just the evolution and the continued struggle to represent oneself and mm-hmm. be atop of your own game because there's always like especially for Harry Jerome back like when he was going through struggles is to see the difference and to see what all of the different people who have been even nominated for the award is it's incredible to think of just how inspiring yeah all three believers you know Mm mhm yeah so, part of that, is there, like, a ceremony for the BPPAs? Yeah, this Saturday. This Saturday is going to be the ceremony. Okay, awesome. So, you're going to be there accepting the award? Yes, I will be there for sure. All right, fantastic. And I'm sure you're going to be meeting lots of other inspiring individuals working yeah, hard sure. in for their sure. realms. I mean, I, I'll i say it, I am ca- Caucasian as the day, so, I mean, but just looking at the awards and just, like, what they celebrate from health to business to doctors to entertainment, it's, I am very proud that such an association exists within Canada to inspire and drive future that's Black true. Canadians. Very well, that's, that's true, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We, need, we need trailblazers to be represented, you know? So we could set a president for our younger generation, no? Well, they they could also know that they could mm-hmm. become tremendous trailblazers in our community, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. So what are some of the ways that 
Exco Levi plans on continuing to blaze trails? Well, it's just um, supporting our youth in whatever we, you know what I mean? Um, I have a lot of things planned. You know, most more music for the people. Uniting the people with the music. Free the people with music. You know, um, I'm, I'm involved in a lot of community events, you know what I mean? Soccer events. You know what I mean? Um, helping our youth to grow and understand and to, 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 to become a real man in society. And that's what Escaliva is all about. Do you yeah. find that there's a difference in the two societies, in the two homes that you live in with that message? Or do you find that the um, representation of trying to teach people uh, responsibility and being a good person is universal? Well, it should, it should be universal because mm-hmm. we have youths all over the world from different ethnic backgrounds. We have youths, you know what I mean? And youth is youth regardless of color and creed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Youth is youth and every, everyone youth is my youth. Well, they're That's the future. Look <laughs> yeah. So we should be inspiring to them in whatever way we can, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what Escalera is all about. All right. Well, I... I love it. I love the progression and just like researching you. It's very awesome to see what you have achieved in what twelve years time since you released your first single. It's incredible to yeah. see what you have done for Canadian reggae. Thank you very much. So, do you um, mentor a lot of other Canadian reggae musicians at all? Yeah, I know, but we. Whenever we are sure, I just give them, because I'm still growing myself, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just give them advice. I've, 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 I've told them mistakes that I have made. You know what I mean? So, you know, just I've tell them what I can. I just give the advice that I can, you know what I mean? Yeah. So with narrative, is there any, like, specific strong narratives that, like, mean the most to you that you are trying to portray with that album? Well, I like all the songs, but I, I, I like my moment. My moment is really um, telling ones and ones, seize their moment. Never let your opportunities pass, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. your, your, your opportunity, if you allow it to pass, sometimes you don't get it again. Mm-hmm. So I like my moment. I like all the songs, but I think I like my moment. Mm-hmm. No, it's definitely uh, speaks to where you have to capture it because there's a lot of, I'm sure, a lot of chances and opportunities along the way where you could have chosen another door and things definitely could have gone a entirely different direction. That's true. So true. Um, growing up in, like, choir and everything else, did you find that you were heading towards that sort of, like, preacher-style life before you got into music, or what was your direction before music? Music. (laughs) (laughs) It was was the goal, no matter what. Yeah, that was the goal. All right, I love it. I absolutely love it. Is there... So, Narrative dropped in 2017. Does that mean that Exco is going to be heading into the studio soon, or what are the plans? But I'm always in the studio, you know, always recording new music. You know what I mean? Um, I'm just putting out some 
some um fast BPM music this time for this year. Mm-hmm. The album, will, the next album will be coming in twenty twenty second. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So just gonna be some singles along the way, and yeah, a lot of singles along the way. All right. Well, I am very very excited to hear those. Yeah. Okay. Well. I want to thank you so much for joining me here today, Asko, for giving us a quick rundown of you coming to Canada and basically being one of the uh, driving forces in Canadian reggae music in the last decade. Thank you very much for having me. All right. Um, Before I let you go, where can the listeners of the show find out more about Asko Levi? Well, you could follow me right now on Twitter, IG, at EX. C-O-L-E-V-I. Right. E-X-C-O-L-E-V-I. Follow Escaliva on our platforms. Right now. Let's go. Let's go. Let's see it. Let's see it. Open those apps ASAP. Yes. <laughs> All right, Esco. Thank you so much for joining me. I mean, it's always a pleasure to have someone with your vision and your drive here on the show. Thank you very much. All right. I hope that you have a great day and have yourself a fantastic time this weekend at the BBPA Awards. Thank you very much. All right. Before I get into my thank yous, I just want to say something. Something I feel that this interview truly encaptured was the growing spirit and celebration that is the constant growth of Canadian culture. We have been a nation for a very long time, and yet we continue to accept that we aren't perfect and that we can grow, especially within our art scene. Like today's interview, take reggae music, for example. Reggae music first became like its first touch into popularity was around the 1970s with Bob Marley and the Wailers. It would take 42 years after that for... Canada's most prominent award ceremony for music to actually have a legitimized award for reggae music. And it makes me extremely proud that the Canadian music industry realizes that it needs to represent all the cultures that make up our blanketed society. And I hope that that's something that you, the listener, not only applies to your music listening, but also in how you deal with the people you meet. All right, I want to go ahead and thank Exco Levi for joining me here today on the DTP to discuss his latest album, Narrative, and his message of freedom and love. I also want to go ahead and thank you guys, the listeners here of the Desert Tiger Podcast, for tuning in to this episode And I just want you to know that wherever you're listening from, whoever you are, whatever your background is, you are a human being, and you deserve to be treated as such. You beautiful, beautiful beings, you listeners of the Desert Tiger Podcast, and even to those who don't listen to the Desert Tiger Podcast, you're still beautiful people too. You know we love you. If you guys enjoyed today's episode of the podcast, I would be extremely ecstatic if you could take a moment to share this episode on one of your social media platforms with your friends and your family. That helps this show grow by leaps and 
bounds. It helps us reach new people every single week. And if you are one of those new people who is just being introduced to the DTP, maybe you want to go ahead and consider hitting that subscribe or follow button on whatever service you happen to be listening on right now at this very moment. Maybe you want to go ahead and subscribe on a few different platforms because I know that I listen to podcasts on my computer and my phone. So I'm actually subscribed to multiple ones on there. I'm sure that there's a bunch of you out there that do the same. And once again, to those of you who have gone ahead and visited ilovedtp.com, that being I-L-O-V-E-D-T-P.com, And that, of course, is the best place where you can show your support for Desert Tiger. That's where you can go ahead and cop yourself some fantastic Desert Tiger merch, like our traditional Desert Tiger t-shirt. Like I said on last episode, we are bringing in some flat brim snapback hats. Those are going to be coming to the web store here in May, along with our Desert Treader tank tops. Those are going to be coming very soon. I've recently gotten some inquiries from some female listeners of the show about printing some booty shorts. So I actually need to know, is there enough female listeners of the show who would actually be interested in booty shorts? Send me your guys' feedback. Let me know if there is. Maybe you guys will see that on the I Love DTP web store right away ASAP along with those tank tops and those t-shirts just in time for your summer. And with summer in mind, I know a lot of you are coming out of your hibernation phases right now that you guys are loosening up and limbering your stretching. It's been a little while since you've gotten out maybe, since you've gone out on the town. Maybe, maybe you feel like dancing. Yeah. I let us have a high revives. No 
news Tonight we have a good time Every man to a woman, every woman to a man To a man, every woman to a man Every man to a woman, every woman to a man To a man, every woman to a man Something about the baseline When it connected to your waistline I now go waste no time Coffee my girl Caroline I feel like dancing Come dance with me I feel like moving When I hear this reggae beat I feel like dancing Come dance with me I feel like moving When I hear this reggae beat Why you feel so sad? Why you feel forsaken? One door is closed, don't you know? Many more is open. Put on your dancing shoes. And let us have a high revive. Don't care about your views. Tonight we have a good time. I feel like dancing. Desert Tiger Podcast.